here. We don't serve a God that is dead. He rose from the dead. He is alive. Hallelujah, Father. We just worship you in this place. You are welcome. Come on, tell him you're welcome in this place. That he is a good God. You are welcome, Jesus. You are welcome to be among your people, oh God. As we praise your name, God, we ask you that you would come. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people.
you are so good come on and praise him in this place let's praise the living God in this place because we are saved because his grace and his mercy has been extended to us because once we were lost but now we are found because we have security in our salvation because when we die we will have eternal life come on get get thankful in this place today come on it's a Christmas season get thankful that he came get thankful that he was great enough to humble himself like a man and come and take your place upon that cross come on there are things that we should be thankful for we praise you lord because you are good you are good hallelujah hallelujah Trembles at his voice. How great. 
Father, we worship you in this place. Father, you are so good, God. We could get so comfortable and so used to the way that things are because we're safe, God, because we know the truth. But I pray, God, that you would remind every person in this place of your goodness, of your greatness, oh God. Let them be, be reminded, Lord, of what you've done for them, God, of where you've taken them from, God. I pray nobody would be comfortable in this place today. In Jesus' name, God. Hallelujah. Come on, let's sing that one more time. I want everybody to think about this. If God has been good to you, I want you to sing to this song. I want everybody to just clear your minds from all distractions. Just close your eyes. Keep your focus on God because this is encounter night. You want to encounter God. You want God. You need him. You know so. So this is the time. How great are you, God? How great has God how great has God been to you? How great has He been? Has He's poured your grace upon your life? Has He saved you? Has He taken you from darkness into light? He has taken you from darkness into light. He has blessed you with a home. He has blessed you with good relationships. He has blessed you with a family. He has blessed you. I want to hear everybody worship God. I want to hear everybody proclaim those words. How great are you, God? Let's let's change the words and say, How great are you, God? Come on. Let's go.
Hallelujah, Father. Has it kicked in yet? Has it kicked in yet? Has it, has it been revealing to you? Are you remembering how good it's been to you? Are you remembering how good and great it's been to you? Are you singing this from the bottom of your soul, from the bottom of your heart, with all your heart? Are you meaning these words? Come on. We're going after God this night. We're going after God tonight. amazing how sweet is the sound of the of grace they came and saved a wretch like me that saved me from my sin the wages of sin were gonna lead me to death but the cross of jesus your blood jesus paid my price your dad your suffering to slash the nails paid it all the, for my punishment and i thank you god I thank you, Lord. I give you praise. And I say, how great are you? And I say, sing with me. How great are you, God? Hallelujah. And how great are you, God? Sing with me. How great are you, God? And all will see. Some of us not gain it yet. Or how great are you God? Sing with me, how great are you God? Oh, we'll see how great, how great are you God? you got 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. I say this with all my heart, God. I mean this with all my heart, with all my soul, God. God, I give you thanks, Lord, for being real in my life, for being real in the lives of the people that are worshiping you in this room in spirit and truth. They are genuinely, sincerely giving you thanks, God. I know that by the end of this night, those that are now praising you, God, those that are now worshiping you spiritually, those that are now really saying, how great are you, God, to me, will do so by the end of this night, God, because you are worthy to be praised, God. You are worthy, God. God, I desire to encounter you tonight. I thank you for your presence now. I thank you for reminding me how powerful you are, how amazing you've been to my life. Come on, just begin to talk to God as I am talking to him. God, I thank you for saving me from sin. Thank you, God, for taking me away from the darkness that I was in, the drunkenness, the high times with marijuana, even with cocaine and eggs, God. I could have been dead. I couldn't be led. I could have caught a disease. God, I could have been astray. I could have hurt people. God, I can't even imagine where I would have been today without you, God. I might have not been the worst of sinners. I might not have the same testimony as others, God, but I'm so thankful that you saved me from the path that I was going to. God, I thank you. You are great to me, God. You are great to send your one and only son, Jesus. Jesus, for becoming man, God, and dying on the cross for our sins. God, tonight, tonight, God, we will go for you. We are hungry for you. We are thirsty for you, God. Tonight we want to see heaven come to this room. Tonight we call down heaven. Tonight we ask you, God, to come. Holy Spirit, you are here. Holy Spirit, you are here. Holy Spirit, you are touching people's hearts right now. Holy Spirit, you are touching the hearts. Holy Spirit, you're bringing people down on their knees tonight. Holy Spirit, you're going to bring people down back to where they were in the beginning tonight. God, revival is here tonight. Oh, let's sing to God one more time. And how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. Oh, we'll see
Hallelujah. Oh, I want you, if you feel like dancing before God, now is the time. If you feel like worship Him on your own words, sing to Him on your own words right now to the time. Come on, sister. Lord, sing to Him from your heart. Oh, Reba Let's keep singing to God from your heart. This is church. This is a relationship with the living God. This is encounter. Thank you for your presence, God. What you just experienced right now was an encounter with God. The tears on your eyes, the goosebumps, it's God's presence, you encountering Him. Sometimes you got to just push yourself. Sometimes you just got to stay still and wait upon God. Sometimes you just got to say, God, and think about the past, where He took you away from. Sometimes you just got to worship him with your arms sometimes you just gotta whisper to him sometimes you have to shout whatever it takes he's faithful he's here god we give you thanks for tonight god i pray that your word god the the, the, the words you've given me for your people god would change hearts tonight god god have your way take control father god bless this night god let us not set time limits for tonight. Let us not set a time to leave. Let us set, set a time to, 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 uh, to, to say goodbye, Father. But let us set a time to spend with you. Let us look forward to worship you afterward. Let us look forward, God, to soak into your presence. Let us look forward, God, to apply your, the word, God. God, open up our hearts to you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody say amen. Woo! Praise God. Welcome to Encounter. Hallelujah. It's good to see everybody here. Praise Jesus. Love you all. Who just felt Jesus in this room? Let me wipe my tears a little bit here. Amen. We keep it real in here. This is Encounter Night. This is not Sunday service. This is not anything else. This is Encounter. So, praise God. It's good to have everybody here. It's the first Wednesday. I mean, every Wednesday we're here at 7 p.m. Uh, to meet up and pray. Here at Metro Praise, the main service is Sundays at 9, 11 a.m. 
and we're here every Wednesdays. Uh, during this time, remember, we have also um, Impact, the Royal Rangers Ministry for Children. So if you have children, you know, you can bring them by too. Don't feel like you got to leave them at home with your husband, your wife, or the neighbor. Bring them by as well. Elevate Youth Service, um, Fridays at 730. Amen to that. All right. Uh, next Wednesday is going to be the last Wednesday of the month. The last Wednesday of the month what we have is uh, Family Fun Night. But we're making it special. It's going to be a family dinner night. Okay? So we want to celebrate holidays together with everybody. So everybody's welcome to come. You can bring a dish if you want. Um, it's going to be just a packed house. And we're just going to eat and have a feast together. Amen? Just fellowship. That's going to be a good time. Please come on by. Here our vision is to love God and to love people. That's the greatest command Jesus says. To love God with your, your entire heart with your entire soul, with your entire strength, okay? How you do that is a good way to worship Him. <laughs> you express your emotions to God that way. You know, when you give God praise and worship the songs, you, you, you bring forth emotions, your words, your heart. You point your heart to God. We love to worship God in here. You can tell that. Amen. All right. Love God and love people, okay? You love your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, I love you. Tell your other neighbor, I love you too. Okay, I, I don't love you less than the other one. All right, strategy here. We have a strategy, okay? It's to connect you to Jesus, meant to you to live like Jesus, okay? Who wants to be like Jesus in here? Jesus Christ. That's what God sent him, to be the example, okay? The way we ought to be, all right? Uh, connect you, meant to you to live, and send you out, okay, to share the gospel of Jesus. And um, our goal is to have 100,000 disciples here in Chicago with 50 churches in Chicago, uh, yes, in Chicago and 500 all over the world. We already have 200 churches. So this goal that God has given us is coming to pass. And uh, we praise God for that. Can we give God an amen and praise God for that? Because this is God's church and this is kingdom. He's going to He's going to use whoever is willing to lay down their lives to say, God, make me a disciple. Connect me. Okay, mentor me, God, through the leadership of this church so I can grow to be like you, Jesus. Amen. All right, so we believe in tithes and offerings here. Tithes is 10% of your total gross. It belongs to God, believe it or not. Um, 10%. Uh, goes, uh, if you consider this your church, you know, you, you, we give it here. I give my 10% here, you know, to support the life bills and so on. Um, this command from the Bible, by the way, offerings, whatever you give out of your tithes, okay? We take offerings as well. We send it out to the mission field. We send it out uh, to the building fund and so on. So I just want to pray for those that are going to give tonight. We have a drop box here in the back of the sanctuary. Another one is student center, and you can live, give, give online as well, okay, man? All right, so let's pray. Let's all close our eyes. Father, I thank you for this night, Lord. And, Father, I just pray that you bless the giver, Lord God. Teach us, Lord God, to be givers, Lord God, to be generous, God, especially to your church, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you, you, you burn away any greed in our hearts, God, that is keeping us away from giving, Lord God. Father, you deserve all 100%, Lord, but you ask for 10%. Father, I, we are willing to give that to you back. Lord, bless those that are giving, Father, because they're impacting, Lord God, your kingdom. The church, Jesus, you said that you've given this, this church for the world. We're out to be the light, Father God. And we do the best for it, God. We have we have a lot of activities going on throughout the week. Evangelism, reach out, outreaches, Lord. Father God, all that's been supported through the ties of the people that give generously, Lord. And we thank you for them, Lord God. Bless them tremendously, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so the message uh, tonight is called Future Glory. Everybody say Future Glory. All right, amen. Now, um, let's turn to our Bibles to Romans chapter 8. If you guys have your Bibles, you can read up on the screen too. Romans chapter 8, verses 18 to 28. We're going to read from there. And uh, I want to encourage everybody here. The future glory that we wait upon is heaven. Okay? 
That is the future glory of us. As believers, if you're not a believer, you know, if you consider call yourself a believer, but you're not living like a believer, amen. Well, you know what? God is good. He's mercy, endures forever. You can tell Jesus, Jesus, I give you my sin. I repent. I want to live for you. Make me clean. And you know what? Heaven can wait upon you. But it's not to take sin lightly and just continue living a sinful life. But no, it's to continue. That's why we have the mentorship here, to continue living like Jesus. All right, so we're going to read our Romans chapter 8, okay? And um, we know that the future glory is heaven, like I said. And as born-again Christian believers, the kingdom of God dwells inside of us. So now we know that the kingdom of God, uh, the future glory that awaits for us, okay, it also belongs, a part of it belongs inside of us, and it should be in us, okay? And a way to start and prepare ourselves for that future glory is to get hungry and desperate for God. Who's hungry and desperate for God? Who wants to get more hungry and desperate for God? Okay, because I'm going I'm to share this word real quick, and, and after this, if you don't know, but tonight we just we share a word and we go straight into prayer time. So this is going to be about a 20-minute word, and then we're going to go straight to prayer time. We're going to think about the word, reflect on it, and then we're going to just go after God. Amen? And just let God change your heart. So here we go. Um, Every, every single one of us, as men and women, there is a hunger for God, believe it or not. There is a hunger for God in every single being. A hunger. There is a void in every single one of every single human that only God can fill up. A void that only belongs, you know, that void we fill it up with other things. It can be sports. It can be, you know, alcohol. It can be relationships with other people. It can be television. You name it. There is this thing inside of our souls. It's called soul. There's this thing inside of us called souls that sometimes we get filled with that it does, it's not of God. You know, it could be a good thing. It could be some sort of charity. You put time into a community and you just go out and help out the community somehow or the other. You name it. But the thing is this. We need to give God time. We got to give time to God. God deserves his time. Okay? God deserves his time. Here we go. Um, you know, Yes, you might be sitting here and you're holy and you're righteous. That's not enough. There has to be more. There has to be more. Tonight's going to be a challenge. Tonight's going to be, I want to just challenge you guys, man. And who, who likes being challenged, you know? Okay? Because I know when I bench 200, I want to go to 225. I want to get stronger, you know? I know when I'm running 20 minutes, I want to go for 30 minutes. Okay? It's just that I'm talking just in the physical, but I'm talking here in the spiritual. What's more important, the physical or the spiritual? Okay, I know when, when people get money, they want to get the extra raise, you know, get 25% more on their, on their, on their, on their total, um, you know, um, um, income that they get at work, you know. Okay, I get paid so on and so on, 25 an hour, and I want to go for that 30, that bump. Well, you know what, uh, how about I get that bump in the spiritual as well, you know. You know, because all these things are going to burn away. All these things are going to, don't last. So we got to focus on, on, on what's important here is the spiritual is the heart, is our souls going after God, going after the future glory, heaven. So let's continue reading here. All right? We're going to read. Starting verse 18, everybody there? All right, good. Excuse me one second. Talk to you in there for a second. Okay. All right, so here we go. All right, it says... Um, I consider that our present sufferings are now worth comparing 
with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the Son of God to be revealed. For the creation was subject to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruit of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoptions as sons and redemptions of our body. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is not hope at all. Who holds for what we, he already has? But if we hold for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. So there's three things I want to point out out of this passage to, um, um, to everybody. Okay. Point number one I want to make out of this, all creation has been subject to frustration and suffering. It says right there in verse 18, if you can read, I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Right now, okay, we have been, we all have suffered of something. Who, who suffered through something in, in, in their lives? Amen. Shout out something real quick. Suffered? Okay, death and family, addiction, so on. All right. Now, for example, right here, we suffer, we go through pains in lives, suffering such as cold, fever, headaches, you name it, even from the littlest to smallest relational problems, marital problems, financial, you know, suffering at jobs or persecution or whatsoever, not, you know, not being treated fairly, you name it. There are sufferings that we go as human beings in this world, okay? There's going to be sufferings. But it can't compare with the glory that waits, that waits for us. There's a glory that's going to be revealed to us, the Bible says. All right? So that's something joyful to be about. Okay? There's something to be joyful about right there. So here we see um, verse 18 said that. And verse 20 said, For the creation was subject to frustration, not by its own choice, but the will of the one who subjected it in hope. All right? So who's the one that subjected it? That was God. You know, God's in control of all things. He allows things to happen to us at certain times. Like Job. He allowed Job to get afflicted by the by the devil. Okay? God will allow certain things in life. Okay? Some things are to build up our character. Some things are made are, are, so we can just get closer to God and get hungry for God. All right? So here we see Paul is actually speaking here to the Gentiles and Jews. And Gentiles are... Um, are, were non-Israelites belonging to the clans and tribes and the Israelites were God's chosen people. Okay, meaning for today, Gentiles are people who don't have Christ, and we were all once Gentiles as well. Okay, but and, and this I'm just getting to to the root of the text here, talking a little bit about the you know the origin of it. All right, he's talking to them and he's telling them, listen, okay, this right here is for not just the Israelites, but for the Gentiles. Meaning that if you're here in this room and you don't have Christ, this is for you too. If you say, okay, I haven't been in church in a while, or I don't really practice religion, or I don't really call myself a Christian. And you know what? God's calling you out tonight. And this is for you too, you know. You've been through some things. You know that you have gone through some things and you need God. 
And, you know, some of us here are Christians, you know, like the chosen people, the Israelites. And we've been, you know, around the church and we know God and, and we've gone through some things and we know that we got to go after him. We know that that um, that uh, there will be a deliverance and redemption. Okay, point number two. Okay, a time of deliverance and redemption is coming. All right. Before I get to that passage right there, I'm jumping myself a little forward. All right. I want to talk a little bit. What it says in Ephesians? Ephesians. Uh, I mean, Second Corinthians, of uh, chapter four, verse sixteen. You don't have to go there. I'll just say it. It says Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse sixteen. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Okay? We age, we go through things, we get young, we get old, whatsoever. All right? But inwardly, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Now the renewing and inwardly day by day doesn't just come by itself by drinking hot chocolate or eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, it doesn't come just like that. There has to be an effort. There has to be an application to that. There has to be something a part of us that we have to do if we want to be renewed day by day then we got to go hungry after god god there's a future glory waiting for me this is heaven but right now is the time to say you know what god bring heaven upon me bring bring your holy spirit inside me bring the kingdom of heaven inside of me because I, I i don't want to live the way i've been living anymore you know or I don't want to just be, just say, I'm holy, I'm, I'm righteous. And that's not enough, like I said. It's not enough. There is more to God. Okay? There is more to God. Once the, a revival broke, this girl was just weeping and groaning on the floor. And this man, actually, God spoke to him and said, this woman, by weeping and groaning and going after God, birthed out revival from her. You know? Because when we get down, we can explain that a little bit. Because this passage is a little bit complicated, actually. Okay, I did a lot of studying for this, but I, I just broke it down as easy as I can for you guys to understand. I didn't want to put all the big words and stuff in here. All right, here we go. So, point number two, the time of deliverance and redemption is coming. We see that in verse 21, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. All right, so there's going to be a liberation, and that happened. Jesus Christ came. God came to this world. He became man. And he set us free by him dying on the cross for us. Now it's a free choice. Every single one of us to say, oh, come on, I'll receive that gift. That gift is free. It's called salvation. That gift that came 2011 years ago. Every time I think about it and just mention about it, it just makes me want to cry because I love that gift. You know, there's nothing better than to take that gift and just say, I'm going to live for that. I'm going to live for that. The Bible says those who are in Christ Jesus, okay, have crucified themselves. They no longer live, but Christ lives in them. Amen? You have to crucify yourself more tonight. You have to say, you know what? I got to crucify my flesh because I'm going to cry after God tonight. I'm going to go. I'm going to get hungry for God tonight. So here we go. Um, Philippians chapter 3. You don't have to go there. You can't go for it. Chapter 3, verses 20 to 21 says, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. A time is going to come when Jesus will come back. Jesus is coming back. He came a first time 2011 years ago to establish his kingdom. 
And a good way to put so, he said, hey, this is my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. And this is where his, he's going to build his, 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 his God's children, you know. So he came the first time. He did a, he did a work on a cross and through, the, through his work on a cross, you know, this world can be redeemed. This world can reconcile with God. This world can fellowship with God the way it was meant to be in the beginning. God wants us. He longs for, to be with us. He longs to tell you how much he loves. He longs for you to feel his presence, <laughs> you know. He longs for you to just like, uh, you know, be the, like, 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 uh, like, like the, the woman just weep at his feet, you know, just be there for him and, and just acknowledge how awesome he is. Come on. If you like, if you love Jesus, just say, I love Jesus. All right. So 2 Corinthians 15, 52 says, In a flash, in a twinkle of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, death will be raised imperishable and will be changed okay we're going to be given new bodies okay but before all this happens guys do you know that you know before all this happens we have to be sure of our salvation we have to make sure that you know we you know that, that you are right with god that you are blameless before god you know that you are really have been crucifying him that he's the one really living in you you know you have to be sure about these things for you to be taken up. The Bible says that those that are dead in Christ will be taken up. They're dead. <laughs> and Christ sent them. They'll be taken up. And then we talked about whole the, the end of the end times the whole last month. So if you guys can check it out on the online uh, metropraise.org and just listen to the sermons, you'll learn a lot about the end times. I was going to just share some of that, but it's going to be too much for you guys. First John chapter three verse two says, "Dear friends, now we are." children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known but we know that when he appears we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure amen so hold on to the hope in Jesus okay if you put your hope in him you purify yourself in him all right Point number three, we should pray for healing power and sustained grace. Okay? We see verse 26 and 27 of, of the passage. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Okay, we need God's grace when we're weak. All right? We get weak, you get tempted at times. The Bible says, but still, though temptation can seize you, that, that what is common to man. You can stand over it. Okay? We get tempted any sort of sin, temptation to watch pornography, temptation to get angry, temptation to... to um, Temptation to curse, temptation to just look at what you shouldn't be looking at, think what you should have been thinking, stealing, lying. These temptations can come. We're sinful in our nature. But when you're in Christ, God tells us that, hey, you can overcome, you can stand on top of it. All right? So we should pray for healing power and sustained grace. We need God's grace. We need his healing Verse, 20, verse 26, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Remember I mentioned that girl that was just groaning? She was just going after God, and, and, the, and the man of God heard from God is saying, hey, this woman birthed our revival. And he who searches our hearts know the minds of the Spirit. That's God. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. 
Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 10 says, To keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassing great revelations, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I plead with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, insults, and insults, in hardships, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You want to be strong? Be weak before God. You want to be walk in the power of Jesus, you know, so that Christ's power may rest on me? Be weak before Him. Okay? You know, cry before Jesus. Say, okay, come on. Because, you know, you live in this earth and you, you walk in the flesh, you know. Yes, we, we live by the Spirit. I know we, but, you know, there's times you walk in the flesh. You go on your own understanding, you know. You, you do not acknowledge God in all your ways, you know, so He can direct your path to the truth. But sometimes you just want to do things your own way. And you know what happens? You get cluttered up. You're in, you get in the world. Yeah, even going to church on Sunday. Yeah, even getting disciple at times. You get caught, you get caught up, and you get filled with the things of the world, and your mind is just rattling at times. You get confused and so on. But let me tell you something. Look, tonight, you know there's a future glory waiting for you, and that's heaven. And there's more in this world. There's, you know, you gotta, you gotta break through that debris in your life. Just, just get a hold of God tonight. Say, God, I'm, I want you. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I just need more of you. And get weak before him. Okay? Which is our conclusion here. Sometimes all we can do is cry out for help. You know you need help in here. We do not know what we what 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 form of help sh- you know sh- what form of help we should get. Let's not get proud, guys. You know? Do not be proud and stand away from God and be stoic and guys just you know the best encouragement I can give you tonight don't be proud don't be proud be humble before the Lord amen so before I close I want to show a video to you guys uh, Andrew can you put that up for me this before you play I want to I want to talk a little bit about this guy's story okay this man died and he came back to life but he shared his testimony how he never, no one ever shared about Jesus to him, you know, when he, uh, you know, during his life here. He died on, uh, he, he was in a plane accident and he died. He went to, uh, to, 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 you know, he on the way to heaven. He explained that stuff and then like instantly God brought him back. But he's going to explain that into detail. But I want you guys to pay attention to it because uh, I'm going to bring a couple points about, uh, on that. So, um, go ahead. But I knew I was traveling. I could feel, you know, that I was traveling. And as I looked ahead, there was this pure white light. It was whiter than the whitest snow and brighter than 10,000 suns. And yet I could look right at it, and it was compelling. And it was like I was being towed. I was like being towed like a tractor being. And, and as I was looking, I could feel this anticipation. But then simultaneously, that on my right side, I could feel something, and I looked, and there was this blackness sweeping. Now, this blackness, as I looked at it, instantly I was aware of its complete nature. It was eternal, like I was experiencing eternity. It was without any matter. It was without any life. It was void, and it was 
forever non-negotiable, cut off from the source of all life. And the more that I looked at it, the faster it would sweep. And the faster and the more that that occurred, the more intense the feeling of the nature of being cut off and sealed oh, forever and whoa. separated is horrific. Yeah. Horrific. You would not. I used to never be able to stand to be near anybody who could say go to hell after that. Because you wouldn't want the worst person. No. You wouldn't want Adolf Hitler, Ben Laden, Saddam. You wouldn't want any human being to ever go in there. It was oh. so horrible. And as that was sweeping, it got down to it was eclipsing this light. So there was just a, it was like you're in a room and you close the door, a dark room, and there's a little space between the door and the door jam. It wasn't a doorway. It was really, this was a real place that I was seeing and that I was feeling. And as it was closing, it was eclipsing. And now I'm standing on the very edge, the precipice of eternal separation. And I scream out of my spirit, I'm sorry, I want to live. Give me another chance. And, and just before that was to close, I was standing in the presence of Almighty God. Oh. And instantly I knew I would never die for eternity. And that's, that's I mean, mercy. it's unbelievable. Oh. And instantly I knew that this being who off, was off on, on this side of me, uh, who I didn't see, but I was standing in this river of golden radiation. It looked like a moving river of golden light. And this river went that way, it went that way, it was underneath me, it was going right through me. And this river was alive. I don't know how I'd describe it. Said that this it's called the river of life. This river it? was alive, and I was, and it's going right through me. And I'm, I'm more alive than anybody can imagine. I mean, this is the height of the experience of life, it's filled up with life. And I, and somehow I knew this being was going to take care of me for eternity. I didn't see the New Jerusalem. I didn't see any angels in heaven. I didn't see any people who had gone before me. This was the max. So I was so filled with, it. It was just the. The love and the, all of God's majesty, all of His authority, all of His love, everything was just flowing through me. I was like vibrating like a tuning fork, wow. the very essence of, of God's nature. But when God spoke to me, and not in a language like you and I are talking now, but the knowledge of His purpose, the word of His purpose, came in through that same light. And I was, I was taken back to the same way. I was like being reeled in like a kite and I went down through space and time, this dimension. As my spirit settled into my body and I could start to hear out of these ears and see out of this eye, I came to in the room, materialized, kind of like they beam up on Star Trek, right. and I heard myself speaking in this beautiful language that I had known, never heard anybody talk about before. Heavenly language. Yeah, it was a beautiful language, and when my brain turned on, I thought, what in the heck is this other language? And I was no longer, uh, the person who was dying and dead was no, was no longer, and I was born again and filled with the Holy, Holy Ghost. I never heard about that. You know, for years I wondered, what was that blackness, and why did it sweep down to where it was just a sliver, like about a half inch of white light? And years later, God revealed it to me. It was really a historical record of my life. That for all the years that I had lived, I was in darkness. And God gave me a space to cry out to Him. And in that space, it changed my future, my destiny, my whole purpose. I was, God loved me the whole time. God was with me. But, you know, don't let, please, don't wait until you're that desperate. We're desperate right now. And He's, he's with you. And He... You, know, you have a chance today to cry out to God. It's not complicated. It's not religious. I mean, certainly my prayer wasn't all that complicated. And the one about religion is about I needed life. And there is no one of us before God that doesn't need the whole life that He has to offer. It's usually fear that keeps us from doing that. Or, or, or like we pray, well, I'm not good enough. That's the whole deal. We need God. Andrew, if you can play the music, if we can please all stand and uh, just come up to the altar if you feel free to.
um, or just be on your seat whatsoever. I want you guys to get comfortable. I want you guys to go after God right now. This next few minutes is just going to be a time of reflection. I want you guys to think what this guy said. He, he's there. He's, he, he experienced the future glory, heaven. You know, he died and he saw the river. The Bible, I believe everything this man said because he said that he, no, early in the video, he said that nobody ever shared Jesus Christ to him before his accident. And God put him through his experience so he can be a testimony. And this man comes back to life and shares his story. And the things that he said are found in the Bible, the river of life. After, before he cried out to God. He cried out to God. He said, God, give me a chance. Remember, he said that, God, give me a chance. We don't have to, you know, you, we don't have to get to that point where you're, you're, you're just in darkness. You know that you can get more of God's glory. You can get more of His, the river of life. The Bible talks about the, this river of life in the book of Revelations. And that gives, it dwells within your most inner being, which is your soul in, in the middle of your belly. So, you know, if you're praying right now, just put your head in your belly. Be like, God, I'm hungry for you. As you fill me with the river of life, as you reveal, give me a vision of heaven. Give me a vision. Uh, give me a dream of heaven. Just show yourself to me, God. There has to be more. There needs to be more tonight. Come on. Come on, put that music up. you are free to go after God now reflecting the word reflecting that video come on there is no limits to God don't God, don't give God any limit God can show himself to you now depending on how determined you are to go after him depending on how determined you are to get a hungry for him how how hungry are you for God? How hungry are you to get to that future glory heaven? How hungry are you? Are you be willing to grow? Are you be willing to cry out to Him? Are you be, are you willing to go after God tonight? Like never? Are you willing to just say, God, change me more? I'm just I don't want to get used to this life. I don't. I'm not okay with just the, how just saying I'm holy or I'm righteous. I'm okay. No, there's more. God wants to show you more tonight. God wants to pour His Spirit upon you.
Some of you have to just start out with, God, I, I repent, forgive me. Come on right now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that those that are repenting, God, right now, Holy Spirit, touch them. Father, let them feel your presence. Holy fire of the Holy Spirit, come upon them now. Holy Spirit, touch them now. Holy Spirit, touch them now. Come on, those that are repenting right now. Oh, Touch them, God. Touch them, God. Touch him, Lord. Touch her, Lord. Holy Spirit, touch her. Touch him. Come on, he said he was speaking this unknown, this unknown language, this angelic tongues and language. You see, we do that in here too. See, this is the language from heaven. The Bible talks about it. Study 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 13. You'll learn about the angelic language. Come on, it's a free gift as well. Just ask God to fill you with that. I'll be, I'm gonna, later I'm going to ask those that want that gift to come up and I will, will pray for that in Jesus' name. Going after God. Come on. I feel his presence so strong. Come on. You're gonna receive peace tonight. Finally, peace through the torment that you've been going through. You're gonna receive a peace. A peace. God, give him peace. God, I pray for peace. Holy Spirit, bring peace for those that need peace in this place. Come on. Keep talking to God. Keep crying out to Him. We're here. We're here just for you, God. God, I want you. God, I'm desperate for you. Jesus. Put that up, please, Andrew.
I want those that need prayer to come up to the altar. I want to pray for you. I want uh, my leaders to come up and help me pray. And anyone that needs specific prayer for something, we will pray for that. Anybody that needs prayer for salvation, come on up quickly. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Savior, I would love to pray for you. Anybody, please come up. Anybody needs prayer. Prayer for salvation. Come on up. Come on up. Anybody need prayer for healing? Healing, prayer for healing. Anybody need prayer for healing? Anybody need prayer for healing? Whoever wants 
Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Please come on up. I want to pray for you.